0: This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney Pixar's Inside Out Two. It's time to greet your team, Riley. (laughs) It's anger. Let me out of fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Sadness is in the house. Oh no! Hello, I'm
1: anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions.
0: Disney and Pixar's Inside Out Two.
1: There's a part two.
0: We're going rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters. Friday. Get tickets now. You're listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From Los Angeles, California, and Maria Menounos, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Afterbuzz TV Spotlight On. Spotlight On is a long-form interview series featuring actors and TV personalities. And now, from the world's number one TV after-show platform, this is AfterBuzz TV Spotlight On.
1: You guys, hi. Hey. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Keaton Markey, and I'm here with AfterBuzz TV's TV Spotlight on, interviewing the amazing Expendable, one of the newest Expendables, Glenn Powell, who's here with me. What's Hi, up? Glenn. Welcome. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. This is a, this is a hell of a studio you guys got set up You like here. it? <laughs> that, was the, that was a big introduction, too. It was like <laughs> the longest drum roll of all time.
1: <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, wait. <laughs>
0: After gonna... Buzz TV. After Buzz TV.
1: And we also are very um, blessed and honored to have your parents here with us. Yeah. Whoa. Cindy and Glenn, Glenn Sr. The
0: two original Expendables.
1: Oh, seriously. Yeah.
0: The OGs. Yeah, absolutely. The OGs? <laughs> original Gangster Expendables?
1: Original Gang <laughs> Well, we actually go kind of way back. Um, how, what has it been, 11 years since we've <sighs> met each other?
0: God, that was like since 8th grade. Um, was it like 8th grade? Eighth, Eighth grade. grade,
1: yeah, because it was the summer between, right before high school for me.
0: That was, a, that was an awkward year for all of us.
1: Very awkward year for all of us. Goodness
0: gracious. Yeah, I don't know if even if you guys know this. You know Keith was my first kiss, right?
1: No. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Now you bring your parents and you start spilling secrets?
0: She, she's actually kind of the Christopher Columbus of these lips, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, she planted the flag originally.
1: Oh, so I will yeah. always have that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. No, I mean, you've been part of a really great legacy. You know, you started a really great legacy. Really, I'd I like, did to, start I'd like good. to think so. I have yeah. to
1: say that I'm, pr- I'm, my 14 year old self probably had more game than I do now. So I'm a little jealous of my 14 year old self right now. <laughs> I
0: hope I've gotten better since 14, because you remember um, how that ended, right?
1: Yeah, he punched me in the face. No,
0: I, I, it was an elbow. <laughs> it was an accidental elbow. I'm, it
1: was an accidental elbow, but yes, I've I have been punched in the face. I thought I had to get stitches, or I thought I lost a tooth. Really?
0: Well, I the fir- <laughs> right out of the gate. It was at your house. Oh I nailed God, it. We're
1: telling the story.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna tell it. Uh, <laughs> right out of the gate, I was at your house, and I mean. I think it was like during Blair Witch Project or something like that we were watching. Or I
1: think it was Signs. Signs. It
0: was Signs. Okay, it was Signs. And um, I went for it. And right out of the gate, I mean, I was like born to kiss. You know what I mean? Like I knew what I was doing. Really? I was like, man, I'm, I'm like, I could get used to this. And then when we went to Connecticut to Mike's house, yeah. um, that is when we were watching The Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I walk out of The Haunted Mansion. There's like the railing. That goes out of the haunted mansion. I, I was like so excited. I was like, "Oh, kiss number two about to come down!" And I literally jump up <laughs> on the railing, spin, and Keaton's right behind me. Drilled her, dropped her. I was all over. your face looks great, by the way.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. It's yeah. it's healed. It's it's, it's taken healed. ten years, eleven years, but it's it's healed. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. And because of that, I actually I you know then was like, oh my god, you know. This boy kissed me, you know, we had this whatever sh- little show. thing. He kissed me, thing. then he beat me. It's he beat me, whatever, but yeah. I was like, he, he was in Spy Kids at the time, so I had to forgive him. Um, and I remember I dragged all of my high school girlfriends to see Spy Kids, and, like, no 14-year-old girl really wants to go see Spy Kids. Is that
0: true? Yeah. When,
1: was that your first movie, Spy Kids?
0: Spy Kids was my first movie, and actually, ironically enough, Sylvester Stallone's in that, and Antonio Banderas, two other expendables.
1: And it's also the third uh, movie of that big action third movie. franchise. Yeah, is that's, it, is, that's very ironic.
0: Actually, that's my third first uh, my third third movie. What da- was your other Dark third Knight movie? Rises, Spy Kids three, and Expendables three?
1: So, I mean, you did Spy Kids. That was your kind of first big movie role mm-hmm. in Texas then, you know, it wasn't just, like, Spy Kids and then Expendables. You've been kind of working your butt off out here for a while. It's a grind,
0: while. yeah. I mean, Spy Kids I got because I was, like, auditioned for this role. It was, like, E-Dog and Logos who were basically... The role said it was, like, a, you need a goatee for this role. And I was in eighth grade. You saw it. I was, like, I talked like, Mickey. I was, like, <laughs> hey, how you guys going? I was, like, talking like, Mickey Mouse. And and it was, like, I was with these two other guys who... uh Who were auditioning for the role? And it was like all three of us auditioning for Robert Rodriguez and these two other dudes are just, like, way up here, and they both have beards. And I was like, what am I even doing here? This is the dumbest thing. Like, there's no way I'm going to get this role. I end up getting a bigger role in, like, you know, in the movie. Long-fingered boy. The long-fingered boy.
1: Classic role.
0: Classic role. Second to Forrest Gump, I believe. Breakout role. The long-fingered
1: boy. So did you always want to do acting, or was it just kind of something you fell into? Because I remember when we met, you always just seemed like the jock type. You played a lot of sports. You never seemed like the kind of theater nerd. Put
0: put kids in the lockers. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No, I mean, I, uh... I, I, was, I was telling my mom this just now, actually, I was, uh, it was kind of, somebody, somebody just asked me, they said, like, you know, have you always wanted to be an actor? And I was like, it's kind of like I've never really, I've always wanted to be an actor. So it's like, just kind of, did I ever give up on it? No, I think that's kind of how it all went down. Like, I grew up playing on a playground, pretending to be, you know, shoot guns with my favorite action stars, which I actually get to do in this movie, <laughs> which is really cool. Um, but it wasn't until, um, I did a movie called The Great Debaters with Denzel Washington and he and his agent who became my agent, uh, a guy named Ed Lamato told me, You gotta move out here. And that was like the first time I actually go I went I was like, All right, do I have to make the decision? Do I actually want to be an actor for a living? Like is that is that something I think I can do or you know you just want to play pretend. And, uh, and as you a were homeless in school guy. at the time. Yeah. You, no, you were I was, at
1: UT, uh, you were at a fraternity, you were close to home. Whew,
0: I tell you, I was living the life in Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah, it was hard it was hard to leave. I got a great family. Uh, after freshman year of college, it seems like life could not get any better. Uh, so I left after ship and my freshman year, which was one of the greatest years of my life, probably only replaced by this past year as yeah. being the, you know, the greatest year of my life. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I had to pick up and leave and I, I tell you, it's been, it's been a long road. It's been a fun road. Um, but it's not easy. I tell you, when people move out here to become actors, you know, they're taking on a lot.
1: Absolutely. It's tough. Yeah. So what do you think of some of your favorite roles been up until this role?
0: Actually, um, my mom got to come to Bulgaria with me on Expendables 4. So this has been, like, definitely my, by far my favorite experience. Yeah. But they've gotten to come on almost every set I've ever been on, which has really been really mm-hmm. cool. Um, they got to be, what, Settlers in Into the West, a miniseries I did mm-hmm. in New Mexico. What else are you guys gotten to be on? An adult spy. Guy. Oh, my mom got to be an adult spy and Spy Kids. That's right. So my my mom was on set. You gotta probably shut your ears for this one, Dad. My uh, my mom. So um, we were we were on set. It was just Mel Gibson, my mom, and I. Actually, my mom was really working. I wasn't even working that day. So I go on set because my mom. I was like, I promised my mom I'd put her in the movie somewhere. So she gets to be uh, like in this party scene that Mel's in. So I, I made sure to get the director Patrick to place her where she's gonna be seen right next to Mel Gibson. And um, and so. Uh, we're all mel and mel my mom and i are all sitting um and mel's just telling jokes we're all telling jokes just having a good time and <laughs> mel takes his shirt off and my mom and mel and i are talking just like telling jokes or whatever and my mom is just like staring <laughs> at mel gibson's abs and mel like is like talking to me and then he looks over at my mom and mom's just like and, like, oh, oh. and he just kind of looks at me like ah still got it
1: oh my god <laughs> yeah so expendables nothing nothing has beaten expendables you know even though you got killed by bane in batman
0: that was an intense experience that was one of those movies that as a big big fan obviously not a huge role but you know i'm getting the there was so much hype around that movie like Mm -hmm. everybody was like trying to sneak on set there was like people hanging outside of like just in hordes trying to just get a glimpse of bane like it was kind of cool um and tom hardy could have been nicer chris nolan's the man um so yeah we had we had a great time i did I ever tell you a story about actually getting my head smashed by Tom Hardy in there? No, please. Go. Yeah. So, so you saw, do you see the movie?
1: I did see the movie.
0: All right. So they dragged, yeah, it's, <laughs> wham. They just dragged me right across the stock exchange. You know, I said whatever. And then they dragged me across the stock exchange and they slam my head down. But basically Tom, you know, we did a little and He's just like, he's supposed to tap the back of my head whenever he's about to slam so I can throw down my hand and brace before I hit the desk. And so we do it a couple times. And then uh, on the next take, Tom doesn't even brace. He just goes whap and just slams my head right into the desk. And I just like go limp. And I'm like, oh god, that was really that really hurt. And I get back up, and Chris Nolan comes up to me. He's like, dude, he goes, Glenn, that was perfect. And I was like, yes, yeah, because I actually hit my head like really hard. And I was like, like I think I have a concussion for sure. And then Wally Fitzher, who's the DP, comes up and he's like, uh, he's like, Glenn, um, dude, we didn't press record. Oh, god. And, and I said, he goes, and Chris goes, um. Dude, do you mind if we do that again? Oh, Just no. like that, do you mind hitting your head again? I was like, whatever you need, man. I'm here. <laughs> and, and he's like, we're totally messing when, with you, man. Oh, yeah. I was like, if Chris
1: Nolan asks you, can yeah. you hit your head again? You yeah. say
0: yes. Oh, yeah. If Chris Nolan asks Absolutely. you to hit your head. For instance, if Sly, you know, Sylvester Sloan says, you know, hit your head on something. You're going to you do know? it. Hey, dude, I'm going to roundhouse kick you in the face. Like, are you going to do it? I'm like... Whatever you need, Sly. <laughs> Whatever so, you need.
1: It's kind of an interesting story. You've, you've kind of br- briefly told me how you actually got the role in Expendables. Do you mm-hmm. want to go into that a little bit?
0: Yeah, I'm going to give out a a shout-out. <laughs> I told my buddy, Yoni, Jonathan Younger. Uh, he's a buddy of mine at Millennium. And he um, he, he told me. I met, I met with him, and he was like, dude, he's like, you'd be perfect for Expendables. And so I was shooting a movie called Sex Ed in Florida and he calls me he's like dude he's like expendables is coming right over that corner um i need this audition tape in like two hours and i was like dude i'm like filming right now man I was like, and so we just like rushed put it on tape i literally in the wardrobe trailer just put it on tape really quickly sent it off and then i found out i was like down to the lo- like last three for it um and so yoni you know uh calls me up and he's like dude like you're really in the hunt for this thing like you're really in the hunt i was like Oh shoot. I was like, well, I was like, "Dude, can I get um like can you give me like Sylvester Stallone's like cell cell number?" And he goes, "No." And I was <laughs> like, "No, I'm not going to use I was like, "Well, what about his email?" And he's like, "Okay, I'll give you his email." So I write out this whole email to Sylvester Stallone that just basically said, "You know, you're going to meet a lot of these actors out here who, you know, are not the real deal." I grew up with a gun range in the basement. I've been shooting guns my whole life. Like, my uncles were fighters. Like, I've been fighting with them forever. I said, I don't know who else you're looking at for this, but they're not as good as me. Cast me and you won't look back, I promise. Like, put me in the trenches and I'll fight with you. That's what I said in this letter. And got a call a couple days later and it's like, see you in Bulgaria, bro. Yeah.
1: Seriously. And was it Sylvester Stallone that actually yeah. told you that you got yeah. the role? pretty cool, right? What did you do when you when you read that They were email? with me. They were with me.
0: They were with me. They uh, uh, When I got the call, um, I literally – it's pretty cool because, like, they've been here, obviously, since I was born. Uh, and, you know, I've been on this whole journey the whole, the whole time, and they see, you know, what kind of work goes into it. So, you know, to get a call like that, uh, I just come out of the, my room, you know, take the call in the room, like, oh, shoot, I'm like, oh, freaking out. And then, uh, yeah, just – Danced, hugged, did the whole the whole thing. It's, pre- it's a pretty cool moment because um, that's the that's the one thing about Hollywood is you have to take the victories where you can get them because it's a tough town. It'll it'll beat you down, but uh, moments like that, it's hard not to be romantic about Hollywood.
1: You know. absolutely i yeah. mean it's like over like i mean i i know it's not over yeah. life, but like to go to to go from like you know knowing you from when we were in high school to now i'm like driving and i'm on the phone with my parents i'm like oh there's glenn on a bench and i'm stopped at a stoplight <laughs>
0: better <laughs> like, than the uh yeah, yeah the better alternative than, yeah, better than like glenn sleeping on a bench again a bench. yeah <laughs> Still trying to do that acting thing. Yeah.
1: He's trying really hard. He maybe should not have dropped out of school. <laughs> Shoot, yeah.
0: He could have used that econ major for sure.
1: Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about your character, Thorne. I know you're kind of a little bit of a troublemaker in this film.
0: Yeah. I'm not the guy that gets along with the whole crew right off the bat. I, um, I was like in the, you know, I was in the Marines. I was a drone pilot. So I fight behind the lines. Um, and you know, while all these other guys are, you know, special forces guys go out. I say, here's where we need to strike. Here's where we're getting like you know heat signals. Attack here. So I'm never. I'm really just on the mic. I'm I'm just telling these guys where to go. So I you know I'm I'm a badass in my own right, but I I don't have any kind of team building experience. I'm kind of the guy that you know I'm really way too smart for my own good. I end up they get me out of prison at the beginning of the movie. I'm uh, I shut down the power grid in Seattle, so I'm on house arrest in Wyoming, and. Cause I'm just bored. I'm smart and I'm bored. Really. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. So, uh, you know, to join the Expendables, that's, um, that's why they, they say, okay, you know, we're going to need to shake up the group. You got all these other guys, you know, Terry Crews, Jason Statham, you know, Randy Couture, Dolph Lundgren, all these guys who are just like actual badasses, but you know, they got to bring a little bit of a new school element to it. So, so that's what I do.
1: So yeah. did, you know, I know, a lot of the Expendables character, their characters are kind of, they pull in a lot of who these guys are kind of in real life. How much of your character is actually Glenn?
0: Well, my character, I'm definitely a smart ass in real life, but I would say that... (laughs) Really? Yeah. I would say say that um, talking smack to guys like Sylvester Stallone, Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, that's more difficult. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's harder. Like, I'll talk smack to anybody, but those guys, when you've grown up watching them, you've Literally imagine being on screen with them since you were out of the womb. You mm-hmm. know now you're like, oh shoot, like and, then, and so I was like, oh, like just talk shit to him, man. And I'm like, oh, easier said than done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so so that's that's a uh, yeah. I mean, but as far as the character goes, I mean, I'm not really a tech guy, mm-hmm. um, but just talking, you know, quick talking. I mean, it's pretty easy once you get over there. It's just playing around with your buddies. Yeah, that's the cool part. Is like there's really. Nobody, nobody goes. There's no Oscars on the table for this kind of thing. Like nobody's going. Like, oh, if I don't play my role right, I'm not going to get a statue. <laughs> you know, what, everybody's just there to have fun and shoot guns and, you know, you know, kill the same Bulgarian guy 50 times.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, so the set camaraderie was really fun.
0: Oh my, it was yeah. like it's literally it's as it's as cool as you can imagine. Like going going over there and saying, all right. Um, People, people say, like, oh, like, what are these guys like? You know, like, are there egos, whatever? And <laughs> I'm like, no, like, no, these, it's, it's, I, I compared it to, I watched this movie the other day called The Last Action Hero. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that movie? I haven't. All right, so it's, so the whole premise of the movie is this kid gets this, like, magic ticket and so he's like a big action movie fan he gets this magic ticket he watches movies all the time this magic ticket that allows him to go into the movie and be the partner of his favorite action hero so he helps his favorite action hero solve the cases it's Arnold Schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. In the movie. Yeah. And so he's, like, literally... Oh, wait, a, I have seen that. Yeah, it's, it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. And I was watching it, and I was like, oh, my God, that's my life. Like, <laughs> literally, I got to get this magic ticket and, like, go into the screen and, like, go fight with Arnold Schwarzenegger and all these guys. So.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm just going to go through your, your fellow Expendables, and I want you to tell me, like, the first word. That kind of comes to your to your mind. Oh, that's cool. When, when I say that. Are you okay with this? Yeah, of course. Are we okay with this? Yeah. We're um, like, we,
0: are we, are we, are we like at the uh, therapist here.
1: I, you know. You know uh, so, Sylvester Stallone.
0: Sylvester Stallone. Intimidating.
1: Okay. Jason Statham. Brooding. Jet <laughs> Li. Quiet. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren.
0: <laughs> Smart. Randy Couture. Jolly.
1: Terry Crews.
0: Oh my gosh, Terry. Oh, Just a beam of happiness.
1: <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Wesley Snipes. Dance Machine. Antonio Banderas. Sass. Mel Gibson.
0: You, Brilliant.
1: You love you some Mel. <laughs> I love me some Mel. Harrison Ford. Uh, cool. Kellen Lutz. Pretty, <laughs> Rhonda, Rosie, badass, uh, and Victor Oritz.
0: Ortiz. Ortiz, sorry. Um,
1: Victor Ortiz,
0: <sighs> N- nicest guy alive.
1: Kelsey Grammer.
0: Oh, actually, also I'll, I'll say Victor Trouble. Trouble. Uh,
1: <laughs> and last but not least, Kelsey Grammer.
0: Kelsey Grammer, hilarious.
1: Really. And so, if they had to do the same thing for you, what do you think they'd say about you?
0: That's a good question. I actually don't know. Um, shoot. I mean, every single one of those guys, you know, you have like a different experience with, cause like, you know, you have a guy like, uh, Harrison Ford. Um, you know, we got to kick it in Bulgaria. He was only there for like a week, mm-hmm. maybe a little over a week. Um, but in Cannes, we got to like hang out, you yeah. know? Cause like on set with like working, but like in Cannes, you know, we came in on tanks and we're like, whatever. That was like a time just you just get to kill, you know, kick it with these guys. Um, so you kind of have a different relationship with everybody based off of like you know, actually being on set and mm-hmm. then you actually, uh, you know, working with them. You know what I mean? It's a set and then like you just like hanging out with them. Yeah. Like I've had a totally different relationship with like, I would say like Jason Statham after the movie as opposed to on the movie. Uh, and like Sylvester Stallone, like very intense, very serious when we're on the movie, still like. I mean, God, I mean, he's the most generous, nice, cool guy you can imagine. Brilliant, by the way. I mean, you talked to him about stuff. Like, there was, like, this one high scene where we're trying to kill it, kidnap Mill Gibson. And... I was, like, doing some improv stuff, and he's like, oh, what if you improv'd about some, like, art stuff? I was like, all right, yeah, so, like, what if I was, like, talking about – I was going down the hallway, and I was, like, mentioning the different galleries that I was going through, and I was trying to lead you through the galleries, and he's like, yeah, yeah, so, like, go pos- post modern realism, whatever, you know, impressionistic over here, and he's naming all these artists off, and he's like, you know, do something like that, I was like <laughs> – I feel I feel real dumb right now, bro. I was like, I don't know anything about this. So uh, yeah, that's what that's where improv gets really hard. But I mean, in terms of Sylvester Stallone has become a real mentor now, mm-hmm. uh, and a real friend. And it feels, um, you know, while you're there, he's the boss. He's the king. Yeah. He's the pope. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's he's the guy. He's the creation of this whole franchise. So you get him on set. I mean, he's the ruler. So uh, getting him. You know, you know when when he's off the clock and you're just hanging out with him, getting to talk movies, getting to be his friend, uh, and getting great advice. You know, that's that's a that's a pretty cool version of Stallone. You know,
1: that's awesome. So, like, I you, you kind of just answered my next question. I mean, from like from you know being on set, getting to shoot guns, next to your favorite action heroes, to you know coming into Cannes Film Festival on in tanks taking helicopters to boat yacht parties uh, you know having your face literally plastered plastered all around yeah, LA the building. yeah that's pretty cool i mean how is that obviously it's how has that changed you at all how has that affected you
0: Yeah no I've I'm a completely different person at this point uh I I've started <laughs> you know kicking animals and I've got myself a real real big boob blonde girlfriend now um she doesn't even speak english but I'm really happy about it That's good Yeah That's good yeah, congratulations no, really, Yeah What about no. mom
1: and dad has he Fist changed at all
0: Uh, no, I mean, it's the same, it's the same game. It's been, um, it's been really, really cool. Uh, because you know, you work, you work hard out in Hollywood and you're trying to do the, the same old grind, but now we're kind of getting to be associated with these guys and to show that you can go on set with these guys and, and, uh, face off and match up with them. It, uh, it helps. It yeah. helps, and it's uh, it's been the greatest year of my life, no doubt.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. And what has been the reaction of the family and friends? Just
0: ex- Oh, shoot. I mean, yeah. I get to go back to Austin, actually, you really did. soon. I get to go back to Austin August 12th, 13th, and 14th to go do screenings for a few awesome Are nights. you
1: just going to, like, show up? and Can you just, like, show up no. in some theaters? You know how, like, people do that. You yeah. just go do that.
0: Yeah. You know what's funny is... Uh, Actually, in Great Debaters, we did that. We saw Great Debaters, and I, you know, we walked out, and not one person said anything. They were like, eh, they didn't. And, yeah, you and,
1: have your own movie poster now for this movie. Yeah, and <laughs> and,
0: and, and I look like myself in this yes. movie. Like I don't, I'm not all like weird. Flick um,
1: that hair. <laughs>
0: yeah, not all Harvarded out with glasses and you know suit and all that. Um, but really, really, I get to go back to Austin and do like a screening for all these folks in Austin. You get to do like a Q and A, but I get to go back to my hometown, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. To go back and do all that. But, yeah, in terms of change of lifestyle, it's the same. Now it's on to the next thing. I get to do Ride Along 2 after this, which is with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Yes. Um, and then, uh, but, yeah, as far as life, you know. Just, just same, same old Same old Yeah, same old Glenn. I'm not Good a very complicated dude. You know? <laughs> I'm not. So
1: So this past week there's been a little controversy, actually, with Expendables 3. It kind of got leaked online. Yeah. How do you, I mean, I know Sylvester Stallone, he's pretty, he was very pissed about it. Cullen Lutz said that he's kind of, you know, it'll still bring people to the movies. What I've read people who've actually, like, you know, articles about people who've actually seen it and said, it actually makes me want to go see it in theaters. Yeah. Because it is a movie that is made for the theaters. What is your opinion on it?
0: So I'm I'm kind of split on this deal because... Everybody, and the fact is, piracy is a really big, big issue because yeah. if movies like these, like big event movies, that's the only way anybody's getting butts in the seats these days. It's like really hard to get people to see a movie these days. Mm-hmm. So you have to make it an event. So Expendables 3 is an event. So if it leaks online, it takes away from the fact that it's an event. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. you can't really get those butts in the seats anymore. So it's like a real issue that if somebody is pirating or somebody's leaking these things online, um, they're going to stop making movies like this. You know, they're going to stop making expendables. They're not going to make expendables for it. They're not going to make Guardians of the Galaxy 2. They're not going to make whatever uh, because it, it takes away from the financials. There's no financial gain and you have to consider it a business. At the same time, expendables, uh, the word of mouth has been really good. So you have all these people being like, yeah, like, yeah, I downloaded the legal. You have all these people like tweeting me being like, yo, like, you were great in the movie. I'm like, Go see it in theaters, dude, on the fifteenth. Um, <laughs> no, my you know what I mean. I'm kind of like, but I have a. They're, but they're like, I'm gonna go see it in theaters. It's great. Um,
1: they just can't wait to see you, Glenn. They're all just so excited.
0: It's definitely not me. I'm the only reason, you know, not to see this movie. It's like there's like 14 movie stars than me, so it's 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 good company to be in. But um, it it cracks me up that you know they've already seen the movie. Um, but it, it, at least the response has been really positive, so I think they're going to go see it in theaters as well. I just hope that you know Millennium and Lionsgate and Sly and everybody don't take too much of a financial you know yeah. punch from it.
1: Absolutely. My brother said he loved it, by the way. I yelled at him. I said, <laughs> I said you better go buy a ticket. Yeah, go buy you a ticket. You have to buy a ticket. He's like, why, why haven't you seen it? You should watch it for research purposes. I'm like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah. So you have Drive Along. Oh, right, right along. Right along. Gosh, right along too. Coming up, and then wh- what else? What's Expendables four?
0: Expendables four is going to happen. Looks like next year. I think like same time. Actually, probably this time next year. Okay. Um, I've talked with um, Sly about the premise. I've talked with. Uh, so you don't die. N- no uh, spoiler <laughs> alert. I don't die. Um, Actually, I come back as a ghost. Um, It's a supernatural Expendables. They're
1: really going a different direction with it. I like it. I mean, they're all getting really old, so in case you know anything happens. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, actually, Sly dies. I go into the afterlife to save him. I like it. But I have to kill myself to be a ghost, and then I come back, and we, I bring both of us back. Cool. It's kind of like Ghost. It's kind of like yeah, a love I story, it, yeah, a but it's like a little <laughs> Expendables-esque. Without the whole, like, pottery scene, that's not in there.
1: <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah,
0: no, that'd be, <laughs> yeah.
1: So what else do you have coming up? Anything else you can talk about, or? Uh, no,
0: no. No. There, there, there's there's, a, there's something this fall that's really fun, but um, I can't talk about it yet. Okay. But um, and in the spring, um, there's something that it hasn't gotten locked, so I won't say it yet. But yeah, it should, be, it should be a fun year. 2015 should be fun.
1: So are you hoping to like stay in the action kind of hero genre, or do you want to kind of branch out?
0: You know, uh, re- Sylvester uh, Salon told me that, he goes, the reason he's stuck around so long is that he's synonymous with action. He said he looked everywhere for these guys. He's like, trust me. He's like, we looked everywhere for your role. There are no guys. There are no action stars your age he said, so, he's like, dude, if you want to be the guy, like, take the baton, run. Um, as far as, as far as, any the reason, and he can put himself on any poster and people go, oh, that's an action movie. Mm-hmm. So that's Stallone, it's an yeah. action movie. Um, and as far as, like, you know, I, I think it's a new, a new game um, today, like, I feel like you can kind of just... Just do good movies, and you'll yeah. stick around. You know, yeah. work with great directors, work with great actors, and and you'll you'll usually stick around. So that's kind of the plan. Just yeah. just just sticking do movies around. that I'm. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> planning on sticking around.
1: That's hope. So I'm not gonna.
0: So, so I my face is on benches, and I'm not sleeping on them.
1: Good. Yeah, that that'll be good. Yeah. So and I, I know you you write mm-hmm. and. Do you direct? You
0: uh, I've directed a short. Yeah. I haven't short? directed a feature yet.
1: Um, do you have any of those type of projects in the works?
0: Yeah. I just finished a movie called uh, West Beaumont and the Last Flood, um, which we haven't even started shopping yet. Uh, but I'm actually about to send it to a few of the guys uh, in the Expendables group to get their feedback and all that stuff on. But it's pretty pretty fun. It's been big response so far. Uh, we got a sh- TV show we're shopping. And uh, that's about it. Yeah. But the writing thing is like, you know, you learn from a guy like Sylvester Stallone, the biggest reason he's stuck around is that he wasn't waiting for anybody. He wrote Rocky, you know, created Rambo, created Expendables. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a guy that, he's created his own franchises, his meal tickets, and he's a phenomenal writer. He even wrote a movie that um, Jason Statham was in, Homefront.
1: I had no yeah. idea he wrote like, any of he that. he wrote,
0: he's, he's an unbelievable writer. So one of the coolest moments was, like, there was, like, a, a day on set where we were talking Westerns. I'm a big Western fan. And... And, and and we were talking. He was like, oh, he's like, okay, you know, I want to do a Western. And I was like, and so we were, like, kind of pitching ideas. So, like, we got to literally sit for, like, the whole day, just us, like, pitching each other Western ideas. And I, like, I remember, like, I got so excited. I was like, oh God, I could, like, pitch yeah. ideas yeah. with just alone, <laughs> you know, about just, like. You know, because he's one of the, the greatest writers alive. So I'm like, okay, I get to like pitch an idea and like get inside of his head a little bit and like figure how he's thinking. And um so like at the lunch break, I like came up with this great idea. So I went and knocked on his trailer. I was like, yo, slide, slide. And I opened the door and he's like sleeping on the couch. He's like, what? And I was like, I was like, dude, I got this great idea. He's like, dude, I'm sleeping. I was like, I'm telling you, it's a good idea. And he's like, he's like, you got to go away. You got to go away right now.
1: <laughs> That's not a dude you want to wake up like on the wrong or, side. That's not a dude you, do you want not, to wake up on. The wrong
0: but side. <laughs> uh, when he did wake up, we had a good idea. So uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, you don't want to wake up Sylvester Stallone. No. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy he was so tired that he didn't want to like you know throw throw a bow or a fist. S-
1: well, Stephen, how much time do we have? Eleven minutes. Oh, great! Shoot, I just rushed through that. Boom! Let's have another fun game for you. Okay, so I'm gonna like give you like. For example, biggest flirt. Tell me which expendable is the biggest Ooh. flirt. Antonio. Antonio.
0: Antonio, if you get Antonio... Ban- whew, that man oh. has got double-jointed hips. He is...
1: Dream of mine is to yeah. dance with that man. Are you really? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I can make that happen.
1: Can you? Yeah. yeah. Can I, I, can I, I could, hold you to that? I could
0: 100% make that happen. I'm holding uh, you to that. He, um, <laughs> you go out with him, and he's one of those guys that uh, you... It's like when the tequila hits his lips, the hips just start going. You know what I mean? He's just loving life. He, he's one of the most excitable. Um, he says, yes, yes, I will listen we're dancing tonight. Yes, we're dancing. And he's just like so – he just loves life. Um, and he's just a, he's a passionate, fun dude. But, man, yeah, get him out of the dance floor.
1: Biggest flirt? All
0: right. Biggest flirt? You, uh, no, you, I, yeah, you said Antonio, I, Antonio, Antonio. Antonio was definitely the biggest right. flirt.
1: Most badass.
0: Most badass? Ronda Rousey. Ronda, we trained. So Victor, Ronda, and I would go to the boxing gym whenever we weren't working. So Vic and I would be, like, hitting, you know, hitting the bag, hitting mitts, and whatever. And we'd just be, like, uh, you know, do do mitt work. And then Ronda would be doing a lot of, like, judo and stuff with her trainer. Mm -hmm. Um, But Victor and I were, like... She's a girl, like, you know, we could totally do this, right? So we, we got in the ring with her. And I'm telling you, Vic, who's a world championship fighter, was on his back in two seconds. And I, like, I was, like, moving around a lot more because I saw Vic just get dropped. <laughs> but, so it took me a few more seconds, but I was on my back in a few seconds. I mean, she's... Randy Couture, who was possibly one of the biggest UFC MMA mm-hmm. fighters of all time, said, if Ronda Rousey got me in a chokehold... Because she's known for her holds, arm yeah, bars yeah. in particular. Uh, she got me in any kind of hold, I'd be dead in 100 seconds.
1: I want her to be my, my <laughs> like personal trainer.
0: <laughs> and you know what? She's the nicest girl in the entire world. She seems she's like gorgeous, it. She's gorgeous. She's nice. She's just wonderful. But she could kill you.
1: Yeah, she <laughs> could. No. But she could literally kill you. So yeah. who, who's the easiest to freak out?
0: Who's the easiest to freak out? Freak out on set. <sighs> you know who's it's funny is... Uh, I would probably say that Victor is probably the easiest to fix freak out. Victor Ortiz because he's never done a movie before, mm-hmm. so he he's he, he's like the just uh, just effervescent, just like nice, cool dude. But like if you tell him like, dude, like you know you're not supposed to say the line right now, like He's, he's like, what, what 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 are you talking about, man? Like what are you talking about? Like I, and he, like, he he gets panicked because he's never been on a set before, so he knows how to make friends, but he doesn't know how to do the acting no. thing quite yet. So you can totally mess with Vic. And so he's you know, he's a beast, but yeah, you can make him you can make him blush. Oh
1: so is he the biggest teddy bear?
0: Biggest teddy bear is sly. Really? Yeah, for sure. Uh he he's uh he's a he's a softie. You know what I mean? Like he's he's, he's he's like jacked, by the way. He he could, you know, he could,
1: he could crush all four of us you know, <laughs> <laughs> with
0: one hand. But uh he's a total teddy bear. Like a total nice guy. He's a he's a sweetheart, he's a really smart and um loves his family and also loves all of us you know that and it's pretty evident when we were over there you know uh him going to bat for us and and really uh fighting for us so that's, that's pretty awesome. cool
1: biggest prankster
0: Ooh prankster Is that you Ooh, um That's a good question actually <laughs> god i'm trying to think what the what the biggest prank that was pulled on set was uh oh <laughs> Um, stuff that I can say.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble, Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, No, I'm,
0: I'm not... I, I, I'm probably going to plead the fifth on this one. You're going to plead the fifth? Yeah.
1: So it's probably you.
0: Possibly. You're probably
1: the biggest prankster. Uh, who's the most clumsy?
0: Most clumsy? Who is the most clumsy? Uh... Oh <laughs> what? Oh yeah, yeah. My, my mom, my mom's a notorious. She's 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 a she's an honorary expendable, but definitely the most clumsy. <laughs> uh, Dolph is crazy tall. I don't know if he, he's like six five or something like really? that. Really? Oh yeah. My God, he's a really tall dude. Um, and 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 also he's been doing like karate his whole life, so he's got to like jump over all this stuff, and his knees are really bad because he's like been kicking dudes in half his whole life. Um, <laughs> So so, he's he took a couple spills. <laughs> a dog. Oh God! Yeah.
1: Who has the worst mouth?
0: Worst mouth. Oh, I mean he's he's English. Statham.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the funniest?
0: Funniest Snipes. Really? We call him Sneaky Snipes. Uh, sneaky <laughs> Snipes. We'd uh, I'd get a I'd get a uh, a call at midnight sometimes, and and I'd be like, "Hello," he'd be like, "Yo, it's Snipes. What you <laughs> getting into?" And I'm like, "Oh man, I don't know, Snipes. I got an early call time." He's like. I'll see you in Vic in a second. So we literally, we literally like roll out, and Snipes is just like he's just one of those dudes that um, I'm so glad he's back because because he's 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 one of the biggest like unused most unused talents. He's so funny in this movie, and he's like such a funny guy, such a nice dude. and, you know, because we'd lose him, in, like, in the club, like, immediately. And oh, my like, gosh. And oh, we snipes. And then he'd be, like, in the corner with, like, like, a hemisphere of, like, 24 Bulgarian girls. And he'd just be dancing and <laughs> you know, all that thing. Yeah.
1: So, who's the scariest?
0: Scariest? You know, um, I would probably say in terms of intimidation. I've heard this from multiple people beforehand. Uh, Harrison Ford. Really? Yeah. You, you look at Harrison Ford. He's super quiet. Super yeah. quiet. He doesn't. You hear music?
1: That's that. It's like the Oscars. You know, they start playing. Yeah, like are you, already, Am or I or getting played like, off? No, 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 no. We'll, we'll finish it. Just Harrison Ford. Um, Harrison Ford. You can't cut him off when he's talking about Harrison Ford. <laughs> Freaking Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones.
0: So I was. I was literally because I mean, I don't get. I don't really get starstruck by many people, but Harrison Ford. You kind of look at Harrison Ford and you go, Oh shoot! Like he's he's an icon. Like, yeah, he's absolutely. He's, he's Harrison Ford. He's Indiana Jones. Han Solo in the in the flesh. Um. So. That was like he's one of those guys that's definitely intimidating. But whenever, whenever I first got there, I, I said I was like, uh, I went up and asked him. I said, uh, you know, is is this still cool for you? Like, you know, all this, like, you know, you get to be on a big movie with like all these big stars. And I said, you know, um, what, uh, I, I said, what did what, I say? I said, I said, uh, I said, is it? God, I can't remember. But let me just tell you, the dude, just like right now, you you talk, talk to this guy, and you're like, oh, so 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 Harrison, um, uh, I just want to, uh, <coughs> sorry, this one, <coughs> Harrison, um, I wanted to ask you about in Star Wars, um, the, the 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 Ewoks in that in that part. You just get like so like you're like not really really <laughs> sure. And I figured out like the way you get Harrison for, because Harrison is super quiet. The only way you can get him to talk, you talk to him about uh, planes okay. and helicopters. Okay. Which he loves.
1: This is great as a, as a you know, if you ever meet Harrison Ford, talk planes about or helicopters? planes and helicopters. Okay.
0: And then the other way to do it is get him a little riled up. Like, you have to get him, you have to get, because people, he hates it when people ask him about Star Wars. He hates it when people ask him about Indiana Jones. So if you are going to ask an Indiana Jones or Star Wars question, you have to be like, yo, like, um, so I heard that like you know in the last like Indiana Jones like that whole like uh refrigerator bit where like he was in the you were in the nuclear explosion and like the refrigerator like is that was that your idea? Like I heard that was your idea. <laughs> and he's like, "Are you kidding me? Like there's no way that was." Bu-. And it just like <laughs> he'll, get, he'll get riled up. That's the only way you get him to talk. Uh but he's he's as cool as they come. I mean, he's 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 known for being cool for a reason because he's just like unshakable, unflappable. I mean, he's he's the freaking president, you That's know, awesome. on Air Force 1. Get off my plane! He was sitting in front of me on the way to Cannes. Oh my god! And my one regret, which I pro- probably would not have been a good idea, but he was sitting in front of me, and he gets on the plane, and he like gives me a nod. I almost wanted to go get off my plane.
1: <laughs> you shut up! If you're ever totally, on an airplane with I him totally again, you have to do it. that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I totally thought about it. Uh, like I said, man, it's a, it's it's one of those only like panic moments that you only have with Harrison Ford. I would have said that to anybody else, but Harrison Ford, you go. Um, <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, Glenn, yeah. I could we could literally talk all day, but we have, I think yeah. we we have, but we do need to stop. But where can we find you? I mean, well, first of all, everybody, make sure you catch Glenn Powell in action on August fifteenth in Expendables three. Go out and see it. Don't pirate that in grab. the theaters. In the yeah. theaters. In the theaters. But where can we find you on social media? Where can we follow your uh, adventures? At Glenn
0: Powell at G L E N P O W E L L, and that's it.
1: That's it. Yeah, keeping it simple with Twitter.
0: Keeping it simple with Twitter. Awesome. Yeah,
1: Awesome. Well, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at KeatonM33, and thanks for watching. Thanks. Yeah.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com.